0: 1 Peter, Chapter 1 This letter is from Peter, an Apostle of Jesus Christ. I am writing to God's chosen people who are living as foreigners in the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia and Bithynia. God the Father knew you and chose you long ago, and His Spirit has made you holy. As a result, you have obeyed him and have been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. May God give you more and more grace and peace. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is by his great mercy that we have been born again, because God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Now we live with great expectation and we have a priceless inheritance, an inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, pure and undefiled, beyond the reach of change and decay. And through your faith, God is protecting you by his power until you receive this salvation, which is ready to be revealed on the last day for all to see. So be truly glad. There is wonderful joy ahead even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. You love him even though you have never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you trust him, and you rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward for trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. This salvation was something even the prophets wanted to know more about when they prophesied about this gracious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the Spirit of Christ within them was talking about when he told them in advance about Christ's suffering and his great glory afterward. They were told that their messages were not for themselves but for you, and now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached in the power of the Holy Spirit sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. So, prepare your minds for action and exercise self control. Put all your hope in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. So, you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your old ways of living to satisfy your own desires. You didn't know any better then, but now you must be holy in everything you do, just as God who chose you is holy. For the scriptures say, you must be holy because I am holy. And remember that the Heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favourites. He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of Him during your time here, as temporary residence, For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. And it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. It was the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless Lamb of God. God chose him as your ransom long before the world began. But now, in these last days... He has been revealed for your sake. Through Christ, you have come to trust in God, and you have placed your faith and hope in God because He raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. You were cleansed from your sins when you obeyed the truth, so now you must show sincere love to each other as brothers and sisters. Love each other deeply with all your heart. For you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scriptures say, people are like grass, their beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. The photo for today's show is from Charlotte, North Carolina. I was on my way to Charlotte with a friend, getting ready to take some photos around the city, because it is a very beautiful city with lots of really nice spaces to photograph, lots of artwork, cool-looking buildings. Basically, there's a lot to love about Charlotte. But on the way there, my friend had mentioned that she knew that there was some old cars off on the side of the road, out into the weeds, and I asked her, can you stop when we when we get there so I can take some photos? Now, usually... I love to take photos of restored classic cars. They're super shiny. The paint jobs are perfection. So I was intrigued, and then when we got there, I was like, oh, this is great, because there was an old truck, and there was this old car, an old Plymouth, which was super rusty, and they were both just on either side of a driveway. Now, I couldn't see a house anywhere close to these vehicles, but they had been purposefully put there, bookending the drive. And so I got out, got into the weeds, hoped that there was no poison ivy, and I started taking pictures. And so what I love about this picture is really just the age of the vehicle. Now, although I take lots of photos of classic cars, I am not a classic car expert, I there are very few that I can tell you what make and model and year they are, even though classic cars, American classic cars are very distinctive somehow, I'm just interested in the aesthetics, not the stats and the information but this old car I know it's a Plymouth because it says on the front of it (laughs) But I love how there's just a hint of colour left. So I think this car was red at some point. But the different colours of shades of the rusting, how the, the chrome bumper kind of looks like it's got some blue to it, though. It's just reflection. But you can see where the, the rust has been dripping off the fender above it, dripping down onto the chrome. And, you know, off the car over the years. And when I look at this old car, I'm thinking about, oh, the stories it could tell if it could speak. The stories of the owners, the conversations that happened in the car, where it went, how long it was used until it didn't run anymore. How many owners did it have? Where did it drive? Was it a native (laughs) charlatan? So many stories. And then who knows how many animals, what kind of wildlife have used it as a home over the years. Maybe some were using it as a home when I took the picture. I don't know. But as I look at the picture and as I was reading about eternal life, This picture just makes me think about eternal life because nothing here on earth lasts. It just doesn't. Our bodies don't. Cars don't. Nothing lasts. Everything is here for a time. Everything has a season, then it's gone. One of the earlier episodes I did was on Ecclesiastes where it talks about there being seasons for everything. And it's a beautiful piece of scripture. But as I'm looking at this car, I'm, I'm just reminded at the limited amount of time that things have on this earth. But then I'm happy because I know that through Jesus, we all have the ability to have eternal life. I mean, our timeline in the general scheme of God's eternity. Our time here on earth is not even a blip. It's so insignificant on that timeline. It's really hard to comprehend. But I don't take anything here on earth for granted, especially since we have just had lockdown for a year and a lot of places are still under those restrictions. You know, I'm just reminded that Here on Earth, there's a set time and then we go somewhere else. To download the photo from today's episode or any of the other episodes, visit ttlm.pictures.